0: Four weeks away. Go pack go. Welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go pack go. Preseason game one in the bag. Go pack go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five star review if you enjoyed the show or IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. Green Bay. Face the 49ers in the preseason opener, and we're here to talk about what we saw out of Jordan Love, out of the defense, out of the roster. Who is out there? Who's still injured? We've got a lot to talk about. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. My name is Alex Icksted, your host, and Packers fans, thank you for tuning in from the 120 plus countries that listen to this show. That is unbelievable. We are feeling the Packers Nation come alive. The first preseason game just was underway. We're here with the game reaction and more. I'm joined by my co-host KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. Jordan Love, what's your initial reaction?
1: Packers fans, it is good to be back with you. We are ever so close to that opening week against the Vikings on September 11th it is less than a month away so it's exciting we're right around the corner i personally can't wait and we got a little bit of a dose of packer football on friday evening when the packers played their first preseason game it was jordan love taking the start for the green bay packers against the 49ers and jordan love had a nice uh touchdown pass against romeo dubs he or excuse me to romeo and he also had a few interceptions and a few overthrows. Um to be honest, some of those interceptions weren't his fault. Could he have played better? Absolutely. But you did see some flashes out there. And really, Packers fans, I want to emphasize right at the jump, it is preseason week one, so it's like this isn't super accurate in terms of like what we can actually translate from this. So uh, all in all, I was happy to see some Jordan Love action. You know what I was happy about is like when Rodgers was like, Yeah, I can't see myself playing, and everyone's like not really surprised about that. They're like, you know yeah i mean we can't really see rogers playing either it's not like there was some like injury or something that happened to jordan love where he couldn't play it's like jordan loves like the, the guy we drafted in the first round and he's getting the start. And, you know, he didn't complain. He didn't, you know, make a scene or anything. He just kind of handled his business as like a year three guy should. So, all in all, you know, for me, Jordan Loves seems to be progressing in the right direction. Is he perfect? Absolutely not. But I don't really expect him to be. And I don't expect a preseason game one to really show us those adequate, you know, skills and, and weaknesses that uh, would really make or break uh, the backup quarterback decision for me.
0: Um, Jordan loves a guy. So, what about you? Jordan love to me i mean he's not working with a lot out there right no aj dillon no aaron jones missing a lot of the starting wide receivers so you have to keep you know in perspective his play a lot of those interceptions cage you talked about the first two were off of his guys hands just plays where you're just you're, you're if that's 12 out there he's shaking his head in disgust and frustration and you know it and so Jordan Love I think you know chased after you know tried to make a tackle he's got a lot of spirit I think he's a decent quarterback to have in you know behind Aaron Rodgers of course he's a long ways away but that's why we gave 12 that big bag because he's the guy clearly I liked what I saw out of Romeo Dubs cage you know mm-hmm. coming up with that Touchdown pass, 33 yarder, all over the highlight reel. Seems like something that he's going to be is that deep threat for the Packers. Danny Davis, the Wisconsin Badger, also getting in the end zone on a deep play. A nice little cutback behind the shoulder throw Danny from Love. Good. What did you see out of, I guess, the receivers that are maybe trying to make a name for themselves, such as Romeo Dubs, Samuri Toure, Danny Davis, and Jawan Winfrey?
1: You know, uh, Romeo Dubs is that guy. Like he, he, it's only preseason, but he went out and acted like a starter out there. Where it's like, you know, if a guy needs to shake off some rust, you put him out there, you throw a few chances his way, he ends up bringing one down in the end zone, you know, and and getting a TD out of it. And Romeo Dubs did just that. It's like everyone kind of knew about his hot camp coming in and you know this is the first time we'd be able to see it in game action and romeo did what everyone in the field expected him to do and that's go for a score well sure enough he converted that score so to me it's like romeo dubs he's probably going to get some action in in preseason week two he might even get some action in preseason week three but he's pretty much shown us like everything i need to see at this point you know like he's shown it in camp he's shown it in preseason game action and yes it is preseason game action but it's like As far as a preseason goes You know Romeo (laughs) Romeo Dubs is doing everything you can Possibly do and it's like you know, I would like to see some of the other guys step up like that, where, where, where Romeo Dubs has separated himself. It's like they they always say, like, separation season. Well, it's like that's been done. You know, this offseason has been Romeo Dubs separation season. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. He's ahead of Christian Watson on the depth chart. Why would Christian Watson be ahead of Romeo Dubs on the depth chart at this point, other than the fact that he was drafted higher? You know, we haven't really seen anything from christian watson and it is a little frustrating because it's not like it's entirely his fault but it's like man romeo lapped you you know if we're talking f1 if we're talking you know just video games straight whatever, up. whatever uh, analogy you want to use like romeo dubs has lapped for uh, you know first second round pick talent christian watson at this point in time um there's a huge cool. gap huge drop off you know danny davis I don't really expect him to make the team. I was really happy to see him make those uh you know, make that score. Um Juwan renfrey is very interesting, as is Samari Toure. Both those guys look dangerous. Um, you know, we're very familiar with Danny Davis after watching him at Wisconsin all those years, like don't don't sleep on him. I would be surprised. I consider him a dark horse. I think, uh, really, man, you know, Samari Toure. Uh, I would like to see what he can do. I'd like to see more from him. But really, you know, Christian Watson's a guy that is expected to really not only make the team but have an impact early on and really take some pressure off 12. So I don't want him to be a stranger this year. I want him to really just do exactly what Romeo did It doesn't mean you have to do everything the same but it's like man I want you to show up like Romeo and have a little friendly competition Packers fans how cool would it be if the Packers didn't have just Romeo but they had this other guy named Christian Watson kind of like going at Romeo in the sense where it's like practice competition you know, like depth chart competition, like Romeo makes this amazing play. Christian Watson lights it up on the other side. You know, right now it's kind of like you're hearing Romeo and you're hearing Black Hole of Abyss. You know, Romeo, Black Hole of Abyss. And I would like activated to Activated off PUP list. I would like to see Romeo and Christian Watson throwing up unbelievable camps. Uh, well,
0: Packers fans, Christian yeah. Watson is coming back. He's just activated off the PUP list. He's looking... Like, he's ready to tear up. He he got off to, you know, that was one hesitation for me, was how long is he going to be out? Because... If you've played a sport, you know those first months are where, like, the depth chart—you know—the coaches kind of lock in their guys into their roles. Of course, things change over the course of the season, but it's a lot of determined impression. by those first impressions. And Watson not being there definitely hurt his chances, like KJ said. However, this could be an episode one Star Wars Pod Racer moment where Anakin doesn't—you know—necessarily get off to a good start, kind of has a little burner outage, but mm-hmm. then once he gets it rocking, like Christian Watson does, you. You start to see that insane athleticism and that speed that thing that just makes him different and special I'm still looking forward to that I think what this does is put less pressure on Watson to have to be a big time yard like receiver but more of just like a playmaker he can be almost like a Melvin Gordon on ender rounds maybe you know some deep plays it's like you you kind of have this now mystery card of bringing him late where Romeo Dubs is going to get some attention in the scouting report. A player I want to shout out on the defense, who is just always doing the dirty work for the Packers, Chris Barnes. This guy is out there recovering fumbles in preseason Packers fans. He's playing practically all 17 games during the regular season, collecting hard tackles, Cage. A guy like him who's, you know, deep in the Packers, you know, I guess depth chart, not necessarily a star, but he's just a solid player to be around. How important do you think it is for the Packers to have those type of guys, that level of contributor this season?
1: Honestly, man, like every team needs guys to do the simple things like make tackles. So it's like if Chris Barnes is doing more than just make tackles and he's making turnover plays like that is something that championship and contenders are you know made up in their dna like the unsung heroes are going to recover the fumbles force the fumbles like do those little things essentially we always talk about it it's like make an impact right it's like what do they have to do to just make an impact in chris barnes you know we saw kamal martin come here a fifth round draft choice and end up getting released before anything even happened it's like chris barnes was undrafted you know and it's like he's made a bigger impact so it really comes down to that you know if you make an impact you will get a chance you will have a chance to play you'll have a chance to expand your role and you'll have a chance to do that on a team that has Super Bowl aspirations so honestly man like Chris Barnes one of the more underrated guys who's just been kind of quietly playing a part in this defense getting better and better every year he's been here a little while now so
0: yep and then another player who's getting some action again in preseason, Amari Rodgers, one reception, 22 yards. That's one touchdown for him. The other target he had went off. Kind of, it was kind of thrown behind him. It led to an interception. Amari Rodgers also cage, had a 50-yard kickoff return in which mm-hmm. Rashawn Gary ended up not, knocking him, you know, knocking him silly on the sideline. What do you expect from Amari, and will he make this Packers roster? good question you know what do i expect from amari
1: i've said it before i say it again i don't really expect anything you know i, I just, <laughs> absolutely nothing <laughs> I, i've seen the guy uh I, I i hope that i am wrong but i just don't know if football is his number one you know he's a guy who you look at the posts, you look at his uh you know kind of his mo what he's all about you know he'll he'll put up the quotes he'll say like you know struggle leading to my success there's some quote like that and then he'll post him with like his drip in front of like a brand new car or something like that it's like you know he did make a couple nice plays like the 50 yard kick return in preseason versus preseason guys when fundamentals are probably just all over the place uh,
0: he <laughs> he i've never seen a hole score. so big a kick return in my life <laughs> No, exactly. it's like, you I,
1: know. I've never seen a, a coverage break on kick returns ever in the preseason. Yeah. Like,
0: you know,
1: all you can do is hope that Amari builds on this, right? <laughs> like, I want him to succeed. He was a third-round choice. He was high draft capital. Goot did trade up to get him. So really... He's got to do more than what he has, and uh, I'd say it's probably a 50-50 shot if he makes this roster coming out of camp. I know that Goot and all those guys in the front office are no doubt scouting other receivers around the league right now to see if any maybe hidden gems get cut in preseason. Maybe they can add them to the Packers squad if they've missed out on them in the draft last year or this year or something of that manner. Uh, But Amari Rodgers, it's like, look, I'm encouraged he made a couple nice plays, but like like you said, the interception is is that one of th- something where it's like a Amari Rodgers route is completely on the different page than love or something like that? Or is it just a badly thrown ball? Like it may be a little bit of both, but honestly you when when Cooper Cup's on the field and stuff like that, like you know, Matt Stafford doesn't have like badly thrown balls because Cooper Cup will like adjust well, to the okay, ball. Okay, it's with bad
0: know, receivers, you just have you know, and I don't wanna call Mari Rodgers a bad receiver. I'll say like, you know but with guys, like, of his caliber out there, you saw a lot of turnovers of just the, you know, receivers made, right? You know, the ball knocking off the chest of the tight end, Tyler Davis, going straight up that in was the terrible. air. That was you terrible. know, the Romeo Dubs reaches up to catch it with his hands, almost tries to do too much, and then ropes it right into the defender for the interception. And then Amari rodgers Cage, another one of those, like, you know, can't reach back and knock it down but it goes straight up in the air for an interception or like it it just feels like to me that those type of plays happen and in review right does that not mean the Packers got to go out and get another receiver oh man you know I really wanted Julio Jones he went to
1: Tampa Bay but Julio Jones right now it's like you could sit him on the bench for the whole training camp and I wouldn't even be worried (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, you know if Rodgers hits him in stride, he's going to catch that ball. Right now, it's like I think everyone's like, well, <laughs> here goes nothing, right? Like, hope and a prayer. You know? <laughs> and uh, it's, it's like we're actually, what's interesting is, is people are starting to bring up some concerns about the offensive line. So it's like, everyone's like, yeah, you know, I think the receivers will be fine. I think we got 12, you know, 12 going to do his work. Like, I wouldn't be so sure. I think it is a two-way street that I expect the majority of the— I'm worried. —the responsibility to fall on 12, right, because 12 is just so talented. Like, he's going to have to pull these guys up by their bootstraps. Let's just be real. Um— but it's like they're not exactly giving us peace of mind in the sense that we've had it in years past. The offensive line—it's uh, a very big if because Elton Jenkins—he just got activated. That's hallelujah big material.
2: E, let's um, go, baby. You know, David
1: David Bakhtiari has not been activated. That's beep beep red alert red flag material. Uh, man, I mean, maybe we'll have to touch on that in a sec. But like, you know, the offensive line—if they give Rodgers time, that'll help. And if they can't give Rodgers time, then the Packers are going to have to run a lot more to kind of try and get these pass rushers off of their heels. You know, kind of uh, kind of really just put them off balance because that's how you really neutralize a, a great pass rusher with a not a great offensive line is you got to run the ball. Um, it's going to be interesting, you know, uh, but but those seem to be like the by far two question marks in camp is the O-line, the wide receiver. room. Like the defense is like everyone's pretty much checking that box with a big fat Sharpie, like check. Um, you know, quarterback position. Is Aaron Rodgers? Still Aaron Rodgers? Yes, he is. Check. You know, like running backs. Check. Uh, head coach, GM. Check. But like, offensive line and wide receivers, tight end. That's where it gets a little
0: iffy. I think you just have to trust <laughs> everything the but QB and running back on the offensive side. <laughs> it gets a little yeah. iffy. It yeah. gets a little iffy because Cage. I'm thinking about David Bakhtiari because now that Alton Jenkins has surpassed him in his re- road to recovery I'm almost wondering if this is like a backdraft moment where El- you know David Bakhtiari is watching his brothers from the silence and
2: said look at him you know those are my <laughs> brothers <laughs> he's going oh down his flames <laughs> look
0: at him. stairs <laughs> with right with Biggie <laughs> We're just watching from the golf cart. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm wondering. You know, is this the last scene of David oh, Bakhtiari yeah. where these? this is just going to keep happening? We're just going to see him on the sideline watching his brothers. You let us know, Packers fans, because this is, this is going to be, I think, a start of the year without him. Robert Tanyan, the other guy coming back off the PUP list, I think he's going to help. But again, it's a lot of expectation on yeah. a tight end who's coming off a knee injury who had a guy like Devonte adams and mvs taking pressure off him in the middle where do you think like this you know i think the tight end room for me Cade. you you said it it's like mercedes lewis you know what you got but then who's gonna be catching the passes out there is it like how much can tanyan legitimately put up this year
1: well that's interesting because tanyan is like the guy i'm in between about like at big elton i feel good about him coming back you know David Bakhtiari I don't feel good about him coming back and Tanyan is somewhere in the middle Um, you know he's not quite uh, someone I'm confident that he's going to repeat those double-digit touchdown catches but he does have the athleticism and the thing I love about Tanyan Packers fans and football fans in general is that this guy was a quarterback in college so it's like he's seen the game in a different way than the average tight end would you know he's seen the, the game from the eyes of an Aaron Rodgers so that would probably help him achieve more synergy with Aaron Rodgers it'll allow him to exploit the defense more than maybe a normal offensive player would so he does have these x-factor traits that just like might allow him to get open easier might allow him to pick up certain things quicker because like you know how Rodgers would do those things where he'd like grab his towel and then Jordy or Devante would like see the signal well he's gonna have to develop new stuff for that and it's probably going to be with Randall Cobb uh, to start but then I would say uh, Lazard and Tanyan and just because those guys have been around for a little bit might have to keep an eye out for singles of their own so Tanyan you know I don't know, man. I mean, the strength end isn't the t- the strength of this team. Uh, excuse me, the tight end isn't the strength of this team. It's really just the quarterback and the running game and the defense. Uh, you know, it's, it's a different type
0: of squad this year, Packers fans, and it's exciting. You know, we're about to get a different flavor of Packers. Yeah, we're pretty much the Packers are resting a great chunk of their defense. Besides Chris Barnes, besides Enig Bari, the rookie, the fifth round pick who had a sack, there wasn't much of the starters out there on the defensive side, maybe some of the late corners like Shamar Jean Charles but, or TJ Slane, he got some time. But this defense is going to be healthy. It's going to be scary, Cage. That, and So I think that's kind of like the Packers' secret weapon here. But I'm wondering how they're going to hone this offense in when they haven't – they're not going to get a lot of preseason game action. Um, is it going to be – heavy reliance on the run game where do you lean in terms of 50 50 is it going to be more pass or more run this year
2: hmm
1: it's interesting because logic would tell you more run like st- playing to your strengths would tell you maybe more run but our identities pass so it's like i can see us kind of like having the intention to go in and do like 52 running plays for every 48 passing plays but I think that the end of the year, it's going to be something like, you know, 55 passing plays, 45 running plays,
0: something like that. Um, I just Here's think that that's another the way it's going to trend. Tough decision, right? You know, the the game of football is so heavily often on the third down conversion, KJ, right? Those fourth mm-hmm. down conversion, even at this point, where coaches are now going for it based on the analytics. And when you have a guy like Devontae Adams, it's that... That helps your 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 late conversions because even if you have Jalen Ramsey lining up against him, there's just some times where they they're just gonna you know beat those guys. Aaron Rodgers, you want to put the ball in his hands, of course, in those situations as a head coach, right? But if you have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon as your two best playmakers on offense in the backfield, are you tempted to almost run it more? Do you think the Packers are gonna face more loaded box coming down on Aaron Rodgers? great question like once again
1: probably but you can't really cheat on Rodgers like that you know you can't really I mean sag up with the safeties to the line of scrimmage at your own risk right like this is when it would really be amazing Packers fans that have MVS back on our squad like that's the one that is tough because like he could either boom he could bust Devontae was someone I knew the Packers probably couldn't afford it you know, like, maybe if they didn't sign uh, David Bakhtiari the prior year, they could have given that money to Devontae. But, like, with Bakhtiari on the books, you know, like with all the other uncertainty, the Packers just wouldn't have been able to field this same team with David Bakhtiari. So it's like, oh, man, it's – it's. Or excuse me, with Devontae Adams. So it's tough, man. You know, it's tough. I, I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think they're going to put 12 under pressure because there was a stat I saw a while ago about how when he was blitzed, when, you know, he, the pocket was collapsing, he was not one of the most efficient passers, but 12 with a clean pocket was number one in the entire NFL. So if you're a defensive coordinator, you want to put him under pressure, right, and give him less time to throw. These young receivers are going to have, I guess, more trouble getting open. And then when you know that they have such good running backs, of course you're going to want to cheat a little bit with your safeties, will they get burned i think that's where cage you know the romeo dubs you know off the line quick that's why lefleur is working on those type of plays those you know corner routes where 12 can almost throw it up there and just let his guy go run onto the ball those are going to have to spread out the field right you know because otherwise the, the team's going to start sagging in on the packers so who's going to be the real deep threat Will it be 87? Will it be number nine, Christian Watson? Will it be Alan Lazard or someone else? Toure. You know, someone's going to have to provide the the over-the-top for the Packers. That is something interesting. Will it be Sammy Watkins? Let us know, Packers fans, what you think. We still haven't seen Watkins cage in some preseason action. (laughs) Do you think... It was surprising not to see maybe him get work with lovers. He kind of in that veteran status at this point. You know, Packers fans, I was
1: thinking about this one. I think Sammy Watkins not getting much game action can be chalked up to the fact that he's a veteran. And it was preseason game number one I think if you don't see him in games two and three Then it's like major concern But if you think about like Devontae and Rodgers And just veterans in general Preseason game number one is usually for the guys Who are the draft picks, right? The undrafted free agents It's like the broadest look And the Packers are like, okay You know, we brought in Sammy Watkins Like we went through the effort to bring him in Sign him to a contract Like it's, it's a very small contract But it's like, you know It's a, it's a more established contract Than a lot of these rookie free Free agents or undrafted free agents. It's
0: like so, Squid game. He's through round
1: one. <laughs> he's like he's like through round round one. Exactly. It's like,
0: this is gonna be that first scene cage pretty soon, Packers fans. When the cuts start flying out. <laughs> oh
1: gosh, red light, game, with the cuts, right? Um, you know, Sammy Watkins. I think that. Uh, uh. It's like who else do we have? You know, I wouldn't be like jumping to cut Sammy Watkins right away. You know, no I, I way. think it's no. more so just the fact that he's a vet, and they're trying to preserve these guys' bodies because they have 17 games plus playoffs coming at them. So it's like, you know, I think he'll probably play in like two of the four preseason games. If I had to make a guess,
0: two of the three. Yep, that should be fun. Oh yeah, Packers three again. That's right. They're changing it up every year, but we've got 17 games a regular season and one in London which will be absolutely sick for Packers fans going to Europe. We want to thank all our European listeners and beyond those in Africa, South America, Asia, Australia, North America. We are very appreciative of everyone listening to this podcast. If you could share it with another friend, a Packers fan, that's the number one way you can help us grow. We have a ton of exciting stuff coming up. We're building up to something special. Cage, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today? you know packers
1: fans less than 30 we are less than 30 days away we have beautiful summer to look forward to and enjoy Uh, and we also have a beautiful fall with a contending super bowl team Uh, basically a team that i fully expect to contend to the super bowl are green bay packers you know we have 12 we have a great defense i can't wait you know um, these months fly by right the older you get the faster the days the weeks the months fly by well we're less than one month away it's gonna fly by and we're gonna be here glued to the screen on week one. Oh man it's gonna be Good. amazing i can't <laughs> wait for that <laughs>
0: we're gonna be glued baby and packers fans you're gonna be right there with us ike packers live tweeting is can't miss thank you for tuning in kj thank you for joining and as always packers fans go pack go go pack go forever if you enjoyed this episode of the ike packers podcast and want to help the show please subscribe tell a friend and leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. this is how we can continue to give great value to you as always till next time packers fans go pa- go
2: All in my head Here we go yet again uh Getting drunk with my friends Smoking one in my bed I guess I need to find a good way out I need to clear my head. Now I'm writing, 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 feeling like I'm flying, 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 flying. You always act like I'm lying, lying, lying to you. I'm just sitting in oh, my room. But I it's just, yeah, it's all in my head. Here we go yet again. Oh. With my friends, smoking one in my bed, I guess. I need to find a new way out. I need to clear my head. Some things are better unsaid. I need a friend in a no fucked up Trinidad and Rome. She just wanna hit